It's Guess the Handicaps, our look ahead to the hurling weekend. I'm Mick from Balzali and playing today are Gary and PJ. We're going to be looking ahead to the biggest games of the Allianz Hurling League this weekend. And the lads are going to try to pick what the bookies handicap are for each game. If you're new to the channel, please do subscribe now. We are here every Thursday and Friday with the hurling and football all the way through the GAA season. So let's get to it. So, lads, Gary is the defending champion. He absolutely destroyed Donny last week. Donny has been banished to parts unknown. But PJ is in this week. PJ with a good pedigree in this game, Gary. So I don't think you're going to have things as easy. Yeah, well, Donny was a disgrace last weekend, to be fair. He was it was embarrassing some of the predictions he was coming out with. So I'm, I'm expecting a much uh, sterner test this week from PJ. We've also split the hurling and football. We're doing two different shows. We're going to do hurling today. We'll have the football for you tomorrow. Um, so I don't know. I think I think PJ might have a slight edge on the hurling as well. So he could be defending champion going into the football. Or maybe we split the titles all together and we have a hurling champion <laughs> football champion. Who knows what we do here in this crazy game? But um, PJ, you're back in. Uh, you had a, a week's holidays to start the GEA season. But now that was all uh, strategic. So you're set up for a long summer ahead. I, I think it's that age-old question, Mick. You know, it's uh, rest versus rust here. And, uh, you know, I, I think Gary has the advantage here. And if he doesn't win, it's a thundering disgrace to... Uh, he's a thundering disgrace to Westmead if he doesn't win. <laughs> Typically, Kerry, man, <laughs> coming out with that sort of thing to start before he even <laughs> guesses a handicap. Westmead and Kerry going up against each other today. Of course, this is the, the this is the Joe McDonough of GEA preview show. Um, Tip versus Galway, lads. Let's start the the, the mad time of one thirty on a Saturday afternoon uh, for this game, Division One A. Uh, tip, like I don't know, Galway have been the most impressive team in the league so far. They destroyed Limerick at the weekend. Uh, very, very good to see. But like in terms of the competition for this season, nothing against Limerick there for me. But uh, you know, Tip that like have you know, I wouldn't worry too much if I was them either. But I suppose a lot of what you're thinking of in this is as you go into the third round of the league is where are the priorities, what are managers targeting. It's very, very hard to call when you look at these games, but I always love tipping goal games. Who's in first here? Uh, PJ, <laughs> I'm going to let you have the honour as the challenger. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a very hard one to call. I mean, like, we're, what, we're, these teams are only five weeks in to their, to their season, like, essentially two games in. Tip have had two, two draws so far. They got a. I think they got they got one last weekend against Cork, like last minute free, and yeah, got Galway do got first day. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Galway, Galway, Galway will be talked up as like the obvious All Ireland, most obvious uh, All Ireland contenders outside of Limerick. I think here, they look, they look, they look pretty sharp last week against Limerick. Um, I wonder did the other game they beat? Yeah, they beat. They hammered Westmead in the other yeah. game. I um, strong, strong use of the word. Yeah, I think Tipper yet to score a goal so far in their two mm. games. It's kind of going to be a worry for for uh, Liam Sheedy. Um, but I think Tip at home. I'm gonna go Tip minus one here. I forgot before before uh, you commit to that, um, PJ. I forgot to mention the very interesting and definitely not self indulgent uh, add on <laughs> that I've added this year, which is that I also guess these before I check them, and there is the option of uh, checking with my pick before you make yours. Now, there is no suggestion that that is any help to you. Uh, and could be more hindrance than help, but I suppose that's the gamble. But it is there for both of you to check beforehand. But uh, I, I, I presume that's not going to ch change your uh, your tip minus one prediction. 
No, this, this is like is it like a this is like a lifeline and who wants to be a millionaire? Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can use it as many times as you like, and oh. your lifelines and who wants to be a millionaire are way more likely to actually. Be <laughs> you're. This is like my ask the host. So you're the. Uh, I'm the, like I'm asking uh, Jeremy Clarkson here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long being compared with uh, with Jeremy Clarkson, of course, uh, mainly yeah. due to my political beliefs. I got to stick with a uh, tip minus one here. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's a tough one because like we were talking last week about some of the handicaps in the hurling games and it's how much is there a reaction to the games that have come already like Galway beating Westmead well and then beating Limerick last week you're wondering well like will the bookies take that into account and will there be a bit more uh, lean leaning towards them like I think Galway has to be the favourites because of how to like yeah I don't know I can't go minus two for tip so I'm gonna have to go evens. You just said Galway have to be favourites, but I want to go tip minus two, which makes no yeah, sense. But, yeah, sorry, Galway, Galway are fit, but it's just home advantage is still a thing, isn't it? In, especially yeah. with the bookies. The, but, uh, like the, the the team you think is going to win, like it, that that doesn't really that might not necessarily mean they are the favourite on the handicap. That's exactly. Fair. Yeah. yeah, as as we'll definitely talk about, especially in the the Gaelic football uh, show that we're going to do this week. <laughs> I have a few things to say on a few of those, but um, you're dead right. That's a very good assessment. So you're going for uh, evens, which is uh, yeah, which is always an interesting one. Uh, you very rarely get it. It does win you the point here because um, PJ, if you'd asked me what I was going to say, I would have also had tip minus one. Gary said evens. It is unfortunately for PJ. Um, Galway minus one. So favourites in Thurlis, which is very interesting. I was incredibly surprised by that. But again, mm. do go on last week's form and the form of the season so far. It does make sense. So that would be a, uh, that sounds like it's going to be a close game, an interesting game. Those two are always brilliant. In the far superior 1A, we also have um, Waterford versus Limerick. Poor Westmead, by the way, we're given a dog of a draw in this, this divided league. <laughs> With in, in there with Tip Galway, Waterford, Limerick, and Cork, and the other division is a struggling Clare, Antrim, Leash, uh, Dublin, and Kilkenny and Wexford. Uh, so yeah, arguably the top four teams in the country are all in one. Is there me going on in Westmead, Gary? I think we've been a bit unfortunate with that draw, to be honest. And I and I would also say the same about the football as well. I'm sure we'll talk about that, but I think we've also been handed the much tougher draw in the Division Two North. Of, that was your, uh, that was your geographical. Uh, that was your geographical placement, though. You can't really do yeah. anything about that. Uh, Westmead, of course, like most of uh, their existence, is down to their geographical placement. <laughs> uh, Waterford versus Limerick, then in one A, Sunday, three o'clock. Uh, All Ireland champions Limerick ha- are winless. Something that uh, Gary's up first in this one, but like you know, Limerick were there, there is straight away a difference there because Limerick were winning every game last year this was a gone back to the league everything like that was a that was a big deal that was coming into it was that Limerick were just going on to this season where they were just invincible untouchable and whatever about their easing into the season the fact that John Coyley's given out about referees and Galway diving and then apologizing about it and stuff like that just suggests that maybe everything isn't just exactly where they wanted to be it's not a very long preseason you can't spend that long it's not a preseason at all, I suppose, when it's the league. But if you were to consider it as that, and the championship is the priority, you can't spend that long tapping away trying to get into form this year. Yeah, I don't know. I think with Limerick, especially though, they're just, you know, they, they don't care really about the league at all this year. Even though it was unbelievable to go and beaten for the whole of twenty twenty or whatever, but they're going to be like we even seen Limerick before have kind of almost 
tried to write off the Munster Championship unsuccessfully. Never mind uh, with the league. So I don't think they're going to be that bothered with not having won either of their first two games. Like they'll have to be favourites here against Waterford. Like they were Waterford having great the opening two weeks. They got well beaten by Cork. Struggled to beat Westmead last week. After Westmead coming off the back of a big loss the week before as well. So like I don't know. I I, I don't. I definitely uh, pushed any panic buttons if I was a Limerick yet. I think they'll still be there thereabouts come the end of the championship. I would say. Well, what's your guess? Uh, Limerick minus four. Limerick minus four. I'm not suggesting Limerick won't be there or thereabouts. By the way, at the end of the <laughs> no, either. I didn't. Think, I didn't uh, think you are. <laughs> uh, I, I, panic buttons. I wonder. By the way, Waterford are an interesting one as well, and I'd be interested in how this goes, PJ, because Waterford are prone to have bad season after good, mm. and consistency is an issue. And you always think like, oh, sure, that doesn't matter. That you know, what came before isn't going to affect what comes ahead. But it's amazing how counties do tend to have a, a profile almost. I- I, I think Gary's guess is a little bit too big, first of all. So, I, but uh, the All Ireland final rematch, we we, we kind of like uh, have, I don't know, just oh, like, <laughs> ba- ba- barely talk about that. All Ireland final rematch. Adam Munster final rematch. Yeah, they, they, these were the two teams the last season. Yeah, um, I I do think like Liam Cahill didn't have a lot of time with with Waterford last year. So like while it was his first season, it wasn't really like a full first season. And what what he did with them last year was incredible. I thought yeah. because they they look. They look so good. Like their their work rate was really was it was manic. Um, it was as close as you were getting to kind of to Limerick. I thought, um, like you know, it, it is like I don't know. They haven't played well in those first two games. Um, but yeah, well, the first two games, but lost badly to Cork and Well, like I mean, they beat Westmead, but it wasn't a huge scoreline. I, I like I, I think into this year this Waterford team is going to be they're all Ireland contenders like definitely all Ireland contenders they're going to be there or thereabouts. Um, I think I think for this game like the whole rematch of an Ireland final I like I, I think you keep that kind of powder dry for the moment you're not mm-hmm. kind of getting the lads up for revenge. I think Limerick are favourites here. I just got a Limerick minus three. Gary, Gary went too big there. I'm going to say Limerick yeah. minus three. Playing tact, playing tactically. Right, right. I, I, playing the right tactics, but surprising to me, who would have lost this game to both of you, who said Limerick minus two. Gary is spot on here. It's Limerick minus <laughs> four. A lot of respect from the from the bookies or fear from the bookies, maybe over uh, over Limerick, um, because I don't think their form warrants that, to be honest. But Gary called it right. He's uh, he's trying to judge what they're saying. So Limerick minus four means that Gary has a two nil lead. Uh, you know, to go with your four nil lead, I think that you had last week. <laughs> um, yeah. The other game my chickens yet this week. Exactly. The other game in 1A is Cork versus Westmead. We're going to hold off on that for now, just in case just in case PJ makes a comeback. Uh, 1B, lads. I originally had, obviously, Kilkenny and Wexford as the highlight of 1B. That game now doesn't have a handicap, and you can't bet on it, and it might not go ahead, because I'm very surprised at this. I just assumed this stuff was behind us, and I don't know why, because we're not at that point as a society, but I just felt like we were as a sport. But coronavirus cases in the Wexford campus put this uh, I think two cases they still hope it goes ahead but I think it would be a real unfortunate like the only thing going for it is that it clashed with Kerry and Dublin in the um, in the football I was on at the same time on Sunday so maybe if you put it back a week it's not the end of the world um, but there isn't many many weeks in, in the calendar no. so I don't know what they're going to do there but the other two games are on uh, well hopefully Kenny and Wexford's on too but in terms of handicaps um PJ, you're going to have to do this one. 
interesting one to me the the battle of the capitals dublin versus antrim um <laughs> who you're talking about i suppose in 1b dublin i don't know i'm just waiting for them to get to that next tier at the moment they're straddling between they're like on their own between the two tiers but antrim impressive again against kilkenny scoring three goals never going to win the game but like they weren't hammered they easily beat the handicap um what we talked about in last week's show and just what a way uh, to be honest like almost as big an achievement as beating Clare at home the week before for me anyway they only lost by seven i think by the kilkenny even seven yeah i think, I think yeah. it was seven. I, th- I think it was seven which is like <laughs> it's funny you got it like a seven point last year like geez that's not too bad but it shows they can live shows they're in yeah. the same league like literally they're in the same league but that they belong the, there as well you know the three goals just stands out so much i mean like while kilkenny won that game you can be certain that brian cordy was absolutely raging over conceding three goals like it, it doesn't matter who who Kilkenny would concede three goals to. I'm sure he'd be concede, he'd be absolutely raging about it. But especially about, like a team that uh, Antrim coming up to the top tier of Hurland for the first time since 2008, I think it is. So he, I, I'm sure he's especially unhappy about that. Um, like that win against Clare was uh, it was magic. <laughs> it was like it was great. It was just that that weekend was like really good having Hurland back and that Neil McManus point to put them up by that, that got them ahead was just. Ridiculous. It, it, was, it, it was ridiculous. It was like just like where he went for it. It was incredible. It was a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't have what? Doesn't have lost to Kilkenny by five and they beat Leash by eight. Dumb at home. They're favourites. I, yeah, I can say like you, you wonder like, uh, like Antrim should be targeting this game. Antrim should, Antrim sure, should yeah. think that they, they can, they could win this game. I don't think they will. I, Dublin minus five, I think. Yeah, I I'd agree with what PJ was saying there. I think I don't know it's because again we're going to have this conversation so many times, but it's form versus reputation in terms of like Dublin minus five. You'd be thinking, oh yeah, definitely against Antrim, but will they take into account that they beat Clare and put a good fight against Kilkenny? So it's a matter of do I undercut PJ or overcut him? And I'm going to say minus four. Dublin, you finally gone wrong. Actually, uh, oh. I had minus four as well. Uh, PJ had minus five, oh, it's minus eight. So, I mean, talk about your dressing room wall. Uh, if you're Antrim, you know, uh, Dublin minus eight for that game, and I think too big. I have to be honest, that doesn't not to say they won't beat it, but I just think in terms of uh, setting a spread, it's huge. The other game, it wouldn't be then really, really struggling leash or at home to also struggling Claire. Claire should have beat Wexford last week. Bad sign for a team, I think, to give up 2-2 in injury time. Um, but at the same time, the fact that they were in the game, uh, you know, and winning the game handily probably suggests that at least if their head is together, all is not completely lost. I, I'm i pretty sure they'll win this game at the weekend, for example. And then, you know, you move on <laughs> and, and, and yeah. get out of the league, uh, you know, alive at least. But um, I suppose what's the handicap, Gary? I'd, I'd definitely be worried about the leash's backward step at least so far this year yeah it's a tough one because leash have haven't performed well at all in the first couple of weeks and claire like that game last week is a killer because you know with davy fitzgerald he's always going to be mad to beat claire and claire always mad to get one over on him too so to lose it in the way they did especially like you like you said you'd be encouraged to see that they were in a position to win the game but then the fact that they went and blew it from there is probably more of a killer than if they went out and got bet by 10 points in the first place so 
it's kind of a it's kind of difficult to judge where they're at because of that. But obviously they will be favourites at least against Leash. So like how much are Leash going to be penalised for their poor form? So I'm going to say Clare minus six. Okay, PJ. Um, that is exactly what I I had that, <laughs> that written down here. I had Clare minus six written down. Um, I will tell you that he didn't get it exact, so okay. you have a chance to bring us to a tie break here. A tie break Shane's going to go mad about because we're already over time. <laughs> going by um, what the bookies have done so far with far bigger handicaps than I would have thought, then I'm going to have to go slightly bigger here. Like clear, clear were eight points up against Wexford in the final yeah. quarter of that game. Like they, they should have won that game. Um, I'm going to say clear minus seven. It is Claire minus nine. Oh, so PJ ties it up. Nobody's anywhere close. I said minus five for that. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe I've underestimated that Leash were fairly well beaten in both their games um, and don't look the team of last year or more importantly, two years ago. It brings us to a tie break. The only Division One game we haven't talked about so far is Cork, the resurgent Cork. You know, a win the draw so far. Yeah, they're going to win the All Ireland. Uh, you know, they're home to Westmead. Um, poor old Westmead, Gary, um, struggling in one A. But I was very impressed by their performance um, against Waterford. You know, um, I think this is a uh, this is a case of you both. Um, shouting an answer at me i'll hear you okay so whenever you get a chance there cork versus westmead what is the handicap in three two one cork minus 11 minus 16 <laughs> you're too slow there gary we're gonna have to fix uh, that rule. but it does give you the victory it is cork i had minus six I had minus sixteen. I was I, that was not any sort of change. Oh, yeah. I do believe you. That's why I'm letting you away with it. But I just for for the for the integrity of the competition, I'm going to need you to be quicker than that. But it's seventeen. I thought this is way too small. I was expecting yeah. to be a three-two-one goal and then go, not a three-two-one and then go. You know, it's like do you go well, on one? Sorry, we didn't establish. Uh, we didn't establish uh, the the rock paper scissors rules. Yeah. Uh, we will in future. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, on that messy note, Gary has made a 2-0 and for the season. He was the reigning champion going into tomorrow's uh, football show where we look ahead to the biggest games in its Division 1 and 2 of the Alliance Football Leagues. And we'll talk about all the big stories besides. Enjoy the hurling this weekend. It's going to be some big games. Uh, Tipping Galway, Waterford, Limerick. Two boys will be back with me tomorrow to look ahead to the football, which includes, lads, Dublin versus Kerry in Thurles 20 years on.